Okay, here we are. David Maida presents the legendary Nancy Wilson. It's great to see you, Nancy. You're looking hey, marvelous. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, it took me hours to achieve. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, it's, it's good to be here with you. We, you know, we hung out a little bit at the Carnegie Hall thing, and we wanted to talk some more about Denny, who we're yeah. here to, you know, try to support and help out with his uh, with his show that's coming up on Monday. So yeah, yes, yes, yes. So we can start by talking about that. So yes, we worked back on March fifteenth at the. McCartney tribute at Carnegie Hall, which is which is a spectacular evening to say the least. Right, the music of Paul McCartney. Oh man, it you know, so, obviously, but it was such a thrilling evening. I mean, it was like nobody knew if Paul was going to be there. I'm wearing my same Paul um, ah. shirt right now. Awesome. <laughs> but uh, but nobody knew if Paul was coming or not until later in the evening. It's like, oh my god, oh my god. You know, because I'm a super fan from way back, as well as the Moody Blues, even, you know, prior to and during the time that Denny was in the Moody Blues as well. So, you know, there's a great rich history of connection, you know, between Paul McCartney and Denny Lane and, of course, Wings, that, uh, of which Denny was part of. And I saw those guys in Seattle at the soup at the. Superdome, um, before yeah, before they changed it to another uh, venue. But yeah, seeing Wings and seeing you know Den being part of Denny, a few songs with Denny Lane at Carnegie Hall was insanely special for me. And do anything for those guys, you know. Oh, and you know, you did. The performance was amazing, as you, as you recall. We did the finale with you and Denny and Christopher Cross, and you guys did oh Band on from you know Band on the Run '73, and then you guys Denny, did Tire, You know, Denny was so great because he really helped me because I've been doing that song with a teleprompter, but there was no teleprompter, and because um, some of the Paul McCartney lyrics are quite, I don't know, you might say kind of trippy, and yeah. yes. Not easy to necessarily recall. So, um, well, there's the cuckoo clock in the background. So, uh, and so he was like, okay, you know, um, and Sailor Sam, J the jailer man and Sailor Sam happens twice in a row in the song. So he really like, I'll never forget the help he gave. It's like that part happens twice before you do the other one later. So he was really like, you know, helping me out with uh, the lyrics without the teleprompter. Because sometimes, you know, even in my band, Heart, it's like there's a, there's like a novel of lyrics to to retain. And if you're also playing and doing rocker size or whatever, <laughs> or dancing around on stage, um, sometimes it's easy to you're easily distracted. So yeah. for, from here, from every time I do Band on the Run, from here out. It's Denny Lane's voice in my head it says, Jailer Man, Sailor Sam, twice in a row in the song. So thank you, Denny. <laughs> Again, you know, I, I work with Denny for so, so long. And, you know, I do like yeah. you, wish him, you know, well and on the road to recovery. He's had a rough road. And, you know, obviously you mentioned oh. earlier that the big show at the Troubadour is completely sold out this Monday night, eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, his band uh, MD, Alex Jules, put this thing together and, 
His band will be there with some amazing guests. You know, Denny Sywell from Wings, Lawrence Juber from the Back to Error, Wings, Joey Mullen, Badfinger, Peter Asher, who was at the McCartney. Yeah, he was there too that night. Yeah. Yeah. Mark uh, Sturmer from the Killers. I mean, Mickey Dolan's like the list is Paul Schaefer. It's it's an amazing night. No, I wish I could go. I wish I could go that night and you know join up and do the jam with those guys because it's always a fun thing. I'm I'm doing one coming up in Arizona for Alice Cooper's Christmas oh. uh, pudding show oh, yeah. and Sammy Hagar and a bunch of people. But um, it's always a fun situation like that where you have other musicians that you're kind of in a in a similar circle with and you know like the guys um like you know when we were working at carnegie hall we had you know dave J jordan or steve jordan i'm sorry on drums and will lee and those guys and they're just insanely talented musicians and you only need one rehearsal you know it's like wow yeah, yeah. these guys know what they're doing but you did, you, you did a great job playing and obviously singing and your vocals were amazing on band on the run, which, you know, I, I was there for all the rehearsals, obviously in both performances and you did a stellar job. So great. But you know, we want to, we want to say this, that obviously I want to thank you on behalf of, you know, Denny's wife for the donation for the silent auction for the guitar that you, you donated. So we want people to bid on that and go to alert the You'll also be able to watch the show it's streaming it's so it's 25 hours for a ticket and so obviously if you can't get in the troubadour you don't have a ticket we want you to go to alert the globe and buy a ticket and support you know this cause for danny right that's right and i sent um one of my signature epiphone gibson fanatic guitars ahead for the auction and i signed it and um and i wrote love rules on the guitar Wow. Which which Denny's wife actually posted on Instagram, and I saw later, and her letter that she wrote, she signed off with "Love Rules" because, you know, I I'm a kind of a Beatle freak from way back, a flower child, and I <laughs> yeah guilty as charged, yeah. and uh, I've always had those slogans, you know, like peace and love, and love rules, and love wins, and love is it, and. Um, I'll tell you now more than ever in our, in our distressed, our world of, of craziness right now, it's, it's more important than ever for people like us, you know, for causes like this in great humanitarian spirit of doing this and the love of doing something like this for Denny Lane, you know, and Paul McCartney's family too, you know, sure. um, I know has helped a lot with this cause. Um, it's more important than ever to be, to remember how human we can be, and on the same side of the right and, stuff. <laughs> and you know, again, you know, and I, I can't thank you enough. And I'll obviously mention Steve Jordan and Alex Jules and everyone else. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, all these people, Christopher Cross. So anyway, please yeah. check out Alert the Globe, uh, and I thank you sincerely for you know helping out with this. I, you know, we're halfway there, so I think we're going to do really well after Monday. Go, Danny. Yes, we can get Danny back with that guitar, you know, playing and singing. I mean, his his yeah. the last tour that we did was amazing. This you know, you know, songs and stories. I know. I was yeah. watching that online, and it looked really cool because oh, I've yeah. been, you know, I love talking about songs on stage. You know, it gives people the context and you know the the landscape and the time and the era, 
and all the details of how you write that song or how it came about. It's so, and it's, it's really people, when you do that for people on a stage and then you sing the song like Denny was doing, it's, it humanizes everything. Sure. And, you know, if you come away feeling like you already know him and you're, you're already good friends. So, yeah. I mean, Denny, you know, has all these amazing stories because, you know, he's obviously like you and with heart, you know, he's inducted in the rock hall with Moody Blues, the Moody Blues toured opening for the Beatles. So that's how he, you know, he was friends with Paul well before Wings. So, yeah. then, you know, all the, you know, the Wings era after the Moody Blues and, you know, the, the, you know, the stories and like how yeah. many people can say they could, they dance with Judy Garland. That was one of Denny's. Oh, wow. <laughs> so many, I could go on and on. Oh, it, wow. it, you know, but he's, he's such a great songwriter as well. Um, yeah. Instrumentalist. I mean, the guy, like sort of like Sir Paul, you know, sings, writes, plays drums, keyboards, you know, guitar. He's a great percussionist, you know, amazing. So again, we want to wish him a speedy recovery and hope that yeah. he gets back on course and is able to play again. And maybe get he could get home for the holidays. That would yes, be for the holidays. Extra yes. prayer goes up for that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So you so away from this, you have a you had a busy you know year this year. After that, you did your own tour, right? You had. Yeah. You know, that was very successful. I, I, you know, I didn't get a chance to see it live, but I did watch plenty of clips. And you also yeah. had your solo release that came out, right? I had a solo release a couple of years ago. I've been re- writing a couple of new songs for a re-release for the solo album with a couple of bonus tracks. Okay. And one of those songs I just finished, uh, it turned into a duet with um, the singer... Uh, ben Gibbard from Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, love that band. It's called A Million Goodbyes. It's probably going to come out probably like a standalone song because it turned out really fun and cool with him harmonizing with me. So A Million Goodbyes is something to expect probably early in the year. Okay. Uh, duet. And then a couple of other songs, hopefully for a re-release of my You and Me album that came out, my solo album, first ever that came out a couple of years ago. And um, so, yeah, I've just been really busy, you know, getting my home studio put together and making new music and, um, you know, going out doing Christmas shows with the likes of Alice Cooper and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> and, uh, I don't think that'll be any fun to you. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's, no, not, not, not at all. <laughs> There's two. You know, I think we're gonna do. I'm gonna yeah. sing get to sing comfortably numb with uh, with Sammy. Oh wow! He's wow, really, a really great singer. You don't oh. think of him as a great lead singer, but he's such a great singer. So yeah, I always love doing stuff with Sammy and those guys. And so, no more power to it. And um, let's hope you have a great and lots of extra people chipping in to help with the cause, help Danny get home. Yes, 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 and uh, exactly. And then you have you have your road case uh, management that you started, right? Oh yeah, um, we have a uh, Madison XOXO, uh, a new artist who's brilliant um, singer songwriter. Um, she's got some really cool new music that's coming out, um, and I'm working with Red Light Management, who manages me outside mm-hmm. of Heart, um, to help with that. Pro, uh, program we're getting back into that now that you know once the holidays are done we're gonna 
get back into her material, her new material, and might rebrand her a little bit and get that out early in the year too. But her new stuff's amazing. She's kind of a singer-songwriter from more of a classic rock sort of a with a modern twist. She's very okay. like the new Joni Mitchell. I was just going to say that because that was that was you back in the day, right? You used to play acoustic. Kind of, yeah, kind of a lot right? of influence there. Oh, for sure. I mean, try to be a little extra poetic about it all and be rock and be you know, on the cutting edge of t- of production wise too, for the time when Hart was first new, but um, yeah, still trying to you know do some of that now with the new stuff, and I mean, I guess I don't have any other thing I really know how to do except for music. You know, it's like, well, what what happens if you retire? Well, I don't know how to retire because I'm a musician that just wants to play music. Sure. So I've done score music for film. I've done different, you know, projects. I would love to produce somebody like or co-produce somebody like Madison XOXO for road case management. Um, yeah. And we're sort of scouting for the next big thing, you know, musically. Yeah. And that's again, you actually co-produced the last heart release, correct? Yeah, with for beautiful broken. Broken, right? Yeah, I co-produced yeah. that because we went back and did a few favorites that were kind of never done as well as, uh, like every musician I think has the same wish on a wish list. Like if I could redo that song someday, and that's what I did on a few of those old uh, kind of deep cut heart classic, you know, album cut songs and like Johnny Moon and some other stuff. It was like, oh, I've always wanted it to sound like this, you know? And so it's it was a real, not not easy, not, you know, it was a little lot, a lot of extra money to spend with orchestras and stuff like that. But I think really worth it, you know, because I think songs are, are the uh, currency and the language that we all speak and, you know, the force in our lives, songs are the, are the things that get us through. Sure. And so, sure. you know, being able to work with songs and, and re-up new old songs into new songs and write new songs and, you know, have fun doing covers of songs. Um, I'd love to do a covers album someday. Oh, wow. so many great songs that are so meaningful in your life. Sure. You know? And stuff like Go Now from the Moody Blues and stuff like, you know, Pretty Ballerina from the Left Bank and crazy stuff that you grew up with that you would love to reinterpret. But anyway, it's just I love being in music and that's what I know. So don't ask me to work at a bank anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you, you do it well. An amazing guitar player, vocalist, songwriter. I mean, you you product. producing stuff and also i know you're doing rock and roll fantasy camp again right in february I in LA. Yes, the leo brothers chris slade Vinny I know, I know those, yeah i know those guys and they're really cool people um and the rock camp is always great because i've done a few of them now and the the last one i did was a female specific it was you know girl it was a girl all girls and it was fine but i kind of like the mix mix it up sure. you sure. know and and get the both sides of the get the earth and the sky together at the same time, but um, 
Yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be like, I think it's going to be like heavy rock riffing kind of thing. And uh, that, that'll a documentary be- that's just now airing on Air Channel in Europe is going to come to the States called Behind the Riffs. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it's a really uh, detailed documentary about guitar riffing, about guitar riffs, like Barracuda, like various heart riffs that I was part of writing and stuff like that. So that's something to look for coming up in the new year. And, uh, yeah, just getting involved with every fun thing I can possibly, you know, spend time doing. Yeah, and, and I see that there's three heart dates at the end of the year, right? Um, yeah, we've like got four. Eve, right? yeah. That'll be yeah, fun. And with, we're, we've got our fingers crossed for a big world tour, yeah, coming up. Um, it looks pretty good for a world tour for Heart starting really? in the spring. So, okay, you know, I can't broadcast it exactly yet, yeah. but on your podcast, I'll I'll just tell you. Nobody okay. will know. You know? No. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, but so it's <laughs> fifty years, right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be out there, but you know, we'll we'll leave it. You know, when the dates get announced, I'm sure everyone will see it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's 50 years for the band, right? You guys started in, what, 73, right? Well, well, the album came out in 75. 75, so, right. Dreamboat Annie yeah. was 75, right? Dreamboat Annie. So, I mean, we were in a club band and stuff, but normally they count it from the first release. Right, right. First so, lineup and the first release of the first album. And uh, that was 75. Yeah, well, speaking of, I, you know, I'm in the Philly area. I know in 76 you guys played the spectrum on that first tour opening for the yeah. beach boys, some other Wilson's, you know, Brian, Carl and Dennis, well, the late Carl and Dennis were on that tour. And that was a big tour for the band with you. And five or six, was that 75 or six, six, that was six. Yeah. That was the well, first that was when the album was brand new and we were brand new openers for the beach boys. Yes. We'd never opened big, a big place like the spectrum before. And I, if I recall, it was at the spectrum that Ann said, "We have, we have one more song left to go," and everybody went, "Yay!" Because they they didn't know who we were yet very well, sure. so they wanted us out of there. They wanted to see the Beach Boys, so Ann made the mistake, you know, kind of a fatal opener act mistake of saying, "Yeah, we only have one more song to go." It was like, "Yeah, get them off," you know. Yeah. But, that had to be an amazing performance because going back, I think the following year in 77, you came back and played the tower theater and yeah. had, you know, the little queen tour, which that mind blowing, yeah. that tour was, you know, yeah. they were great releases, dreamboat, Andy, you know, magazine. Little uh, queen tour, little we queen. had, we had a, a prop of a campfire for the mandolin song called dream of the oh, arch. Of that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and so we rolled out the, like in the dark, we rolled out the campfire, the stage campfire, with flash pots already set up in it. Wow! And so okay. um, we started the show with the um, mandolin intro part, two mandolins, and then when the song kicked in, the flash pots went off, and the lights came up, and um, we almost singed our hair, you know, like with the flash pots, but. There's, yeah, things are, rock shows are a little more safe, you know, like safe and sane more than they, but yeah. Yeah, that's, they were, they were, you know, those releases, Dreamboat Annie, you know, Little Queen, Dog and Butterfly, they were, you know, and then you had the the Heart 85 album when 
you guys had like the whole comeback with Ron Nevison, another Philly guy, but you know, yeah, that's right. man, the legacy is amazing, obviously in the rock hall, but you and Ann just, wow, yeah. over the top. It's really cool too, because a lot of newer, younger folks are now just getting into heart music, you know, not just the eighties, but the seventies too. And, um, you know, in the 90s, we kind of went and did our own thing in the grunge era. But Ooh. we released a couple more albums that were pretty cool around in the 90s. But um, but there's a lot of fan base that's growing up from that. They're like the sons and daughters of the original fans uh-huh. that are coming to the shows the last few years. And it was like, wow, there's like a lot of 20 somethings out there this year. You know, it's really cool to see that the songs can imprint and echo forward sort of like that um, and be meaningful for new generations. Sure. It's like what the whole thing should really be all about. Like that's when you see, when you, I went and saw Paul McCartney's show um, on his 80th birthday in San Francisco at okay. Oakland. And um, it, he was great. The band was amazing. You know, big flash spots on live and let die. <laughs> like big explosions. And we're like, ah! But uh, it was like so wonderful that, that those songs, I mean, the songs are just such beautiful real estate that are so meaningful to people's lives and the story of our lives and the soundtrack to our lives and the backdrop to our memories. It's like those songs are just, they're they're magical and they're, they're, they're they heal everyone, you know, when, Like, I love Taylor Swift for that reason, too, because her songs are going to be imprinted for for generations because she's a great songwriter and a really good flashy show pony, too, as it turns out. But, you know, but she's she's a she's a total a total rock star. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. I mean, the the tour is amazing. But, you know, that's great. So you mentioned a lot of, you know, younger fans are obviously finding out about heart and then, you know. And which is great because the music carries on, and, and I'm happy to hear that you know both you and Ann are you know still obviously delivering. Yeah. It's going to be an amazing tour next year, no yeah, doubt. We're kind of like, hmm, hmm, what, we, what kind of a song set would that be like? Ooh, wow! We're just like you know, having fun thinking about it real seriously right now. Well, I, I have to mention one of my favorite tracks is "Cook with Fire." I, I, oh. <laughs> I, I. I melted the vinyl down like with that track <laughs> over and over and over and over. Good, good and over. live the live version on that. Yes. Pretty good. From right. the butterfly, right? Yeah. Greatest hits live version is really Oh. Good. Okay. Live. I think it starts with that live version of that song too. It's good. Okay. Great track. So I like that song, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but so the, like I said, a lot to look forward to in twenty twenty four, Nancy. And again, you know, we want Everyone to go to Alert the Globe for Denny's streaming show Monday. And I, I can't thank you enough for doing this. Um, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. I, I hope I get a chance to see you in person on the tour dates next year somewhere, you know, New York yeah. City, Philadelphia would be great. Yeah, we're talking about Madison Square. Oh, wow. Wow, Maybe. great. Well, I, I pretty good. Know. Looking pretty good. Okay. Well, I, I, I wish you well and have a you know wonderful. Thanks, I know you had a great Thanksgiving, so I wish you a happy holidays. Yeah, did. I'm still full. Yeah, no. two days later. The trip to fan, but we, it's you know. Yeah, I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. It's great to be on your show. Thanks Thank for having me. Thank you. Keep right. rocking. Okay, we love Danny. Take yes. care. Danny, Bye. be well. 
Take care. Bye, and bye now.